Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller. I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving you the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind five days a week. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Tony Mose. Tony is a United States Army veteran and former social worker. He is an alumnus of the Startup Leadership Program, which is a highly selective, world-class training program for outstanding founders, leaders, and innovators who want to become top startup CEOs. Today, he fuses his passion of books, acting, and music to make rhyming book reviews. Tony, I've given our listeners a peek at who you are, but is there anything you want to add to spice up that intro? That works. (laughs) That's a good introduction right there. Right on, brother. I'm super excited to have you on today. And, you know, Tony, where focus goes, energy flows. Where is your energy going right now in your business? Oh, man. So right before this, I just want to tell you, yeah, you know, I, I just did about a half hour of meditation. Uh, I went to a Vipassana meditation retreat. It was a 10-day one. And uh, when it comes to personal development, I think that is always the first thing before you could even delve into a business because you are the business. The individual is the, you know, I I am the business, you know, and uh, before you could move forward and be effective and successful, you have to get in tune with yourself. Go right in. So right before this, I was just in a a uh, meditation session. So I did some chakra clearing and and, and whatnot for myself because it's been a while. But uh, the question is, uh, where where is the energy flowing in through my business? Well, right now, how how what I'm doing is a very niche uh, market. It is nonfiction books in personal development, and then of course uh, business and entrepreneurship. So the people that I'm collaborating with, that I'm working with, my clients and everyone who's all involved are people who are in this realm. You know, I worked in a psychiatric hospital for 10 years with children, adolescents, and adults. So this has been psychology and working with people and helping people better their own lives has been something I've been doing for a, at least a decade, with that including undergraduate going to school for it, you know, academic and personally traveling around the world, helping and working with people and collaborating with people. Psychology is everything. I mean, psychology is in everything. So it's like we have to always remember that if we're working with people, psychology, you know, is is important. Absolutely. And I love that, you know, you brought up in the beginning, kind of getting yourself in the right state in order to kind of better impact the work you do and your business. And kind of you mentioned the meditation, but getting yourself in the right kind of flow, the energy, so that everything you do kind of comes from this good place. And that's something that I don't think enough entrepreneurs, at least that I've talked to recently, really discuss enough is we kind of keep it behind the scenes, but something that should be really brought to the forefront. And so for you, you know, you're doing your business, you're, you're, you're crushing it. And like, so tell us a little bit more about what you do. This rhyming book reviews, I'm so interested by this this niche um, thing that you do. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, what I do is basically music and theatrical book summaries. So or basically they're, uh, these are book summaries summarized in a musical and theatrical way. Currently, I'm doing it with hip-hop and R&B. These are hip-hop and R&B music videos summarizing the book. Cool. But of course, throughout time, I'm branching. So, Tony, for you, you know, where did this this moment start where you really wanted to take off with this? I know you had you have a musical background, but like how did that really kind of get off the ground to where you are now? You know, I when I initially came up with this idea, it was a passion. It was a hot. It was a 
I, I guess it was a hobby, but, you know, these were hobbies before, but it, it became like a crystallized passion, something I've been doing for quite some time, but then I decided to fuse them together, right? So uh, it was through time that I started seeing this all come together, and I would have never, three years ago when I started this, almost three years ago, August 2015, I would have never thought of myself or at, at doing this as a business. I would have never thought of business, period. But I think through time, because of the books, because of the seminars, and also because of my parents, because my parents, you know, they were entrepreneurs when I was growing up. You know, my mother owned uh, a nail salon business. They had a, a, a cleaning service too. We were they were always going to houses and cleaning, and then they were running a, a pest control business. Uh, and uh, those three endeavors, they on, on top of that, my mother was a, was actually the real like entrepreneur out of both of them. My dad just used to just follow directions. <laughs> Here's my mom renting a, a ice cream truck in the middle of the summer, you know, just so she could make extra cash selling ice cream. Like yeah. she was always finding reasons, you know, and she would rear me too, being, you know, at, at age of nine saying, you know, you should go knock on people's doors and ask people to uh, take out their trash or shovel their driveways. And then I got into a, also selling, uh, selling, actually doing door to door sales. At that around that same age, nine, ten years old, knocking on people's doors, uh, telling them why this this town's or city newspaper is so amazing and why they should buy it. Like, I was already getting reared, and a little did I know, I, you know. And as I was growing up and going through the motions of life and stuff like that, it started making so much sense, you know. Like, I started seeing this, and of course, the way things are going now with 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 entrepreneurship and you know everyone's now you know trying to ditch the nine to five, like. I think it's a mixture between it looking sexy for me and also it being the right thing for me because nowadays I've seen it like life like I feel like you have to challenge yourself like mm -hmm. if you want to be greatness you have to go through life's challenges and I see this as a, as a challenge you know like I'm going through all the the obstacles you know like I wouldn't like from it starting off as a passion, then it being freelance, then it being more uh, consistent. And now I'm in a startup leadership cohort. You know, I've uh, just finished a program and I would have never thought I'd be in front of an investor pitching this as a as a company. Like, but I knew I, I I've learned through time, you know, these past few years that if you want to be greatness, you have to go through challenges. And if you think of something, if you have an idea, now it's you should not even like throw it out the door. Now you should try to pursue it, you know. And if it doesn't work out, then that's fine. But the thing is, too, I learned that I do I do not want to live in regret. I don't want to find out 30, 40 years later that because I didn't try this thing, you know, like maybe somebody else picked it up and now here right. they are. It's like, look, I conceived this idea. Now I should run with it. Whether it works or not, it doesn't matter. And that that's the thing, too, I want to say, Mike, is like, I, you know, of course – I have been through a lot of embarrassments and I continue to embarrass myself a lot. Like, you know, like when I was on John Lee Dumas's show, I embarrassed myself. Some people were saying, oh, you know, like he kept getting frustrated with you. OK, that's great. But guess what? I'm learning. And it, it, the thing is, the thing with me, too, is being transparent throughout my whole journey. Like here I am, like I said, three years ago, it was a hobby. It was a passion. And then now it's a business, you know, and even still through this time, you know, I'm still a a a a brand new entrepreneur still trying to figure out a lot of things. Yes, you know, yes, I'm helping clients, I'm helping people, but through time I'm only getting better and better and it doesn't happen until you go through the trials and tribulations. I love so, it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and Masters in the Making is going to quickly chime in here, Tony, is that's such an important message I want to hark on because 
the challenge is where the growth comes from. You know, as you're saying, you're kind of using that challenge to, to build yourself up. All those embarrassments, all those uh, perceived failures are only helping you in the future to get better and better and better. And so, you know, every listening, that's a huge lesson to take away is that you can only grow from this discomfort. You know, as, as Tony's mentioning is that that's where you really soar, you know, and that's what I, I know you mentioned that, that I really wanted to just hark on real quick, Tony. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And so, you know, and so I want to kind of transition a little bit here. But before I do, for someone who's listening, who wants to kind of do what you're doing in terms of converting their passion and their pleasure into some sort of business venture and take that idea and act on it, like what's one tip you can give them? Well, I mean, there is a couple of things. First off, I want I want people. I mean, if if this is a creative person, say someone's listening, because, and I don't mean to sidetrack, but I have to tell you this, man, this story right here. There was this one kid on Instagram. He was aimlessly going on, you know, just scrolling throughout Instagram, looking at hashtags or whatever. He was depressed and he wanted to kill himself. Nobody, like all the kids in school hated him. Girls thought he was creepy and weird. And his parents were helicopter parents, always over him, you know, always on top of his business to the point it was stifling. And he just had it up to, he had it up to a certain point where he did not want to, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be in life anymore. He didn't want to. He didn't want to exist anymore, and so he was aimlessly scrolling. And all of a sudden, he found my one of my posts, and it was so inspirational. He's like, you know what? Let me check this guy out. He follows me for one year, like basically, basically, ghost follows me for one year, and. All of a sudden, he musters up the courage, I think, because he was looking at my stuff and he started seeing the books that I was promoting that he actually was like, you know what? I think I should read some of these books because I'm having really a lot of trouble in my life. And so he reads the books. He's starting to get a little bit better, you know, and then he sends me a message on Instagram saying, dude, like he goes, I really love what you're doing. It's so inspirational. He goes, I, I won't lie to you about, you know, whatever months ago I, w- I wanted to kill myself. You know, all this stuff was happening. And because of your posts, like you and in- you inspired me to, to help better myself. And I had to talk with him and we talked about a few hours on Skype. And then I followed up. I followed up with him about a week later. And then I followed up again uh, about three weeks later. Then I followed up with him a month later. And what I noticed is that, you know, because of the fact that he checked out my stuff and I followed up with him and maintained a nice rapport and relationship with him, when you look at his before and after photos of him posting, like he had a, he has now a gorgeous girlfriend, he's walking up more straighter, like his face, he has this like sex glow to him. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like he's now the editor, like the, the chief editor of his college newspaper. He's in college now. Like a lot of great things are going and he sends me a message again. He's like, dude, he goes, I, I really thank you, man. He goes, I thank you because, you know, if it wasn't for you, I, I don't know where I'd be right now. And I'm really thankful for that. So like my job is to, you know, always come out with impacting whoever. Like I know you have a, a, a niche, but I mean, who's to say there's somebody out there who does, you know, who, who doesn't necessarily have a, a crystallized or an idea or focus, but maybe this one thing that I say today can help inspire them to change, to, to help inspire them to do better for themselves. So the first thing I want to ask, you know, if you're a creative or if you're a person who doesn't even know what you want yet is to figure out what you want. And that's figuring out, like I have this quadrant. I did a talk for a youth 
leadership program a few months ago for uh, high school kids who are going to college. And I told them to do a four quadrant, a, a, a four box quadrant of what they like, what they love, what they dislike and what they hate. And they wrote everything down. And then like that right there, like brought some clarity to them. Right. Just already within that beginning, because they didn't even know exactly what they liked, what they loved. You know, people go about life not knowing what they like or what they love sure. and what they hate. And so therefore they're confused and they're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. They have no focus. But it's like once you can figure that out, then you can start being a lot more focused on the things that you love and start funneling that down. So it starts already with that, with that introspection, understanding who you are, what it is that you want to become. You know, that's the very first start before you can do that. And I think through time, through trials and tribulations, you know, immerse yourself, of course, in the business community, read business books, you know, YouTube podcast, listen to Mike Miller's podcast, <laughs> you know, all the great stuff there, you know, and, and then you start to figure out whether or not you want to be in it, you know, right. but it's it's about immersion. You have to immerse yourself. You really have to get deep inside the core of yourself to figure out what it is that you really want to do and move forward. I love it. And, you know, there's a couple of things I want to, you know, kind of pick apart there is, you know, it's kind of <clears throat> look within yourself as you're saying an introspection. And also, like you mentioned with that story is, you know, find a role model, find someone who's looking for the results you want and see what they're doing. And like that guy did to you, reach out and just kind of I had this woman come in uh, yesterday I spoke to and she said fortune is in the follow up. She's like, all the good stuff happens when you follow up because mm -hmm. it's easy to reach out to somebody, send an email, send a, an, a DM on Instagram, but then you follow up with them and you show that you're invested and you're interested in what they have to say like that, that kid did with you and look what's come of it is that inspiration, that that, uh, that growth. And yeah. so the growth is what I want to kind of transition to right now, Tony, for you. And, you know, on your path to discovery, inevitably you ran to success, but also some failure. And for you, your innermost cave, what was the one biggest challenge you faced on your business journey? Well, the fir very first thing, and I think, and, and I, of course, like I, I'm doing this as if I'm addressing this to creative people, because the problem was, was that I, the, the initial problem, uh, I think was breaking out of this mold of just being a creative, then also seeing myself as a business. I think nowadays in 2018, every musician, every creative person, doesn't matter, even if you're a chef or whatever you want to call it, uh, a designer, they have to see themselves as a business because it gives you more of a focus. It gives you more, uh, uh, you know, you get really me metacognitive. You think about also the impact you want to give to the world. Like you think of so many more things than just being a creative. When I was a creative amongst many creatives, all we did was just we we it was just very much surface level production. So meaning sure. like we would just do stuff and just to put it out. But there was no rhyme or reason to why we would put it out. We'd just be like, well, because I thought it was cool. But it's like, don't you want to make an impact? And I, like I said, every like everyone has their own goals and visions. But if they want greatness, they have to they have to expand their minds to you know they have to expand their minds. And so the initial thing was breaking out of that mold, seeing myself as a business. And then the then then once I hit that next plateau. It was seeing my worth. That is another issue with many people is that people are afraid to do a lot of things just because they're afraid that, you know, they don't they don't they don't value themselves. And when they don't value themselves, nobody else values, you know, them. Right. So, you know, like that my first my first client was, you know, I, I think before I finally got a, a client was uh, I remember I was uh talking to him about one of my packages and everything like that. And the way I did it basically is I had no packages. I didn't even know. I went about it kind of like with the body language, even though this was over telephone, the body language that was saying, 
well, you know, I don't really, I'm not really sure what I can give you. I don't even know what it's really worth. I don't even know. Like, I don't, I don't think so. You know, like that kind of communication, even though I didn't say that explicitly, I said that like, it, it, what's the other one? I, I, paraverbally, like I was yes. saying that, you know, the in the verbals of my voice, yeah. you know? And so that, that made a lot of sense to me. It's like, when I look at my mother, my mother too is always like, she she demanded she demanded she she demanded value in herself and therefore people gave her value in return. That's the reason why she was able to you know secure clients and and make business and stuff like that. You know, but like the thing is too the next thing the next the next level too was that also seeing how much value can you give to someone else as well. And that was the next thing. So the first thing was breaking out of the the mold of being a creative and seeing myself as a creative business person, or as someone said, as this one seminar I went to, it was, uh, I think it was called a creative entrepreneur and then seeing myself of value and then also seeing how much value can I give to others. So like, there's like many phases of this, but like, it's really breaking out of that mold. And for someone who is brand new to this all, trying to figure everything out, it's really breaking out of that stuff and really seeing yourself a lot more seriously. Yeah, absolutely. And I can especially relate to that creative mold part because, you know, I have a degree in film and me and my, my buddies, you know, we would we'd crank out all these films and we, we'd make all this awesome stuff because we loved it and we thought we were doing so much good. But <clears throat> none of us knew how to market those. You know, I think it's a, a huge problem a lot of creatives have is th- making the content is is fun and pleasurable and easy to do almost. But then getting it out to the world becomes such a, a whole other ball game. And mm. so breaking out of that mold, like you're saying, and kind of learning how to take that entrepreneurial spirit and imbue it into your creative work is such an important, important message for all everybody listening who might be uh, creatively inclined or might have some creative tendencies. That's great. And so, Tony... You know, we're, we're dropping tons of value here, and you know we're we're approaching home plate. Are you ready for the moment of mastery where you can share tips, resources, and insights directly to our listeners? Yes, let's do it. What is one simple action our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their own business success? One single action that individuals can use to jumpstart their success. Um, well. I mean, here I am. I'm, I'm. I have a couple of them, but I would say, oh man, I'm. I'm torn between this one. <laughs> I am no, because because yeah. the thing is, I believe in education, and education was what propelled me. You know, like w- was what got me. It was seeing. It was getting that. It, it was getting that learning experience for people who, who from people who are r- like really successful, and and the fact that they went through some crap through it. You know, like you you read the biographies and the autobiographies of super successful people. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that came from the rags to riches. They came from like really horrible situations, and that was a motivator for me because me coming from a, you know a, a, a low income place where my dad was you know. A, collecting food stamps and still working you know it's funny because my parents though though it's so interesting though my mom was getting clients and everything like that she was only getting clients that you know that was able to fulfill the level of where she was at which was not necessarily a high socioeconomic status you know so like here we are coming from uh you know an inner city low income area and to know that there's people out there who didn't come from silver spoons and they went from where I was to 
and and now they're like really super successful sure. was a very much of an inspiration and it motivated me and I continue to follow these people. So like I really feel like really educating yourself, like really learning about like those who've came from the same situations as you, whether it's their skin color, whether it's your gender, whether it's from a location of the earth or you know a disability or an impairment. I really feel like education is the very first starter. I always I always try to preach that too, like especially on my content. I always want to give kids who came from unfortunate or people from unfortunate situations that you know uh, you know some people you know come from situations where they don't have a a good mentor or a father a good father figure a mother figure or anybody uh, you know or a good teacher that could help them but books and 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 podcasts and audio books and all that stuff have been great have been instrumental to me to where I'm at these days and I really believe the same for other people like if it's because these things it primes your mind as long as you're doing this on a daily basis to prime your mind with reading books with listening to audio books watching you know YouTube's or listening right. to podcasts from successful people and all that it's going to help it's going to better you're going to see yourself uh, today versus 30, 30 days from now how much of an improvement it is going to be in what you do and how you talk and how you walk and everything absolutely education is key and you know speaking about books what is one book you can recommend and why Oh man. So the, to, here's the thing that, you know, people ask me, they always, when they ask me the question of what is, what is a book? What's the number one book I should read? Well, the question I, I want to ask is what is the issue? What is the problem? You know, what is the circumstance that you're having that you need help with? You know, what is something that you're perhaps maybe lacking in, or, you know, you're, you're, you're limited by and, and how can you improve? So it all depends on the genre. If you want me to just basically just say, uh, uh, what my personal favorites are. I mean, number one, I'm looking at it right now. Start with why by Simon Sinek. I mean, because really the foundation to everything of why we do what we do, it's pretty much in your why it's the groundation. It's the found the ground foundation to your success. Like, you know, it's it's like this Louis C.K. when he was doing the stand up comedy of making fun of his daughter when she kept asking the question, why the why allowed Louis C.K. to constantly uh, pretty much have an inner dialogue with himself to figure out why do things happen? And he's just coming up with so many different reasons. Like, you you know, like, why do you get up to, you know, why, why, why do you want money? Some people are like, I want to be a billionaire. Well, then why, why do you want right. it? Like for me it would be like, well, because I want to make an impact with the world by donating and, and fundraising to children who live in Africa, who, you know, kids who are living in South America or in, in Shandy areas where they actually have floor, where they actually have like nice housing. So it does, so you're not affected by, by, uh, uh, inclement or, or mother nature, you know, like things like that, helping out with the homeless in Boston so that they're provided with better shelters, you know, helping out with the psychiatric system. And because I really still believe that the psychiatric uh, population still still suffering because they're not they're not really taken care of like the way medically they would. So like money like that, you know, if I wanted to be a billionaire, it would be for that reason, you know, like right. it would help me build and expand and also scale up a business where I could help employ more people like so. But you see, that's my why. Just like the rhyming book reviews, my why is to help, you know, prospective future youth leaders become leaders of this nation, you know, because your average CEO is reading about 50 books a year. Well, if you want to be somebody great, you got to read books. So my why is to help get these kids out of unfortunate situations, to help even people who are our age, you know, millennials and, you know, people who are even in their 50s and 40s to finally snap out of this societal conditioning and knowing that they can do better. And they can do different. They can break the mold. 
So, you know, like it's all about understanding your why. So that's the number one book that that I, I really do believe people could read. Um, I mean, there's plenty more, but yes, that's yes. that's one book right there. <laughs> Start with why. I love it. And finally, Tony, where is the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? All right. They could see me. Uh, uh, they could visit TonyMosey.com. TonyMosey, T-O-N-Y-M-O-Z-E.com. And, you know, if you have any questions, you could contact me there on, on that website. Um, and if you so happen, if you so happen to go uh, on other platforms, I'm all over almost all over every social media platform. So as long as you type in Tony Mosey, you'll see me there, too. Awesome. Thanks, Tony. Mash in the making. Go check out SimpleSelfMastery.com. Type in Tony in the search bar. It'll show you over to show notes page of today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what Tony and I discussed today. Tony, thanks for sharing your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic and shared a ton of value. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Mike. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content, five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.